Thank you for listening to the Power Shift Mindset. We'll be discussing techniques, concepts, and strategies to help you achieve the success and happiness you're looking for. Hey guys, Coach Jay, and this week I'm just talking about, like, let's have a fresh start. We're going into the new year, it's been a rough year for some of us, and different mindsets can help us move forward. Hey guys, so for those of you that listened to last week's episode, which was the first one that I've done in a while, um, I was really busy with refereeing high school soccer. Um, obviously, as I mentioned, Trudy abruptly left the show with a uh, no warning, just kind of jump ship. That's it. I'm done. Um, so I don't know where that came from because we got along really well. Uh, I miss having her as part of the show, but I had to quickly adjust. There was no adjustment period. Um, I mentioned the health issues with my family, uh, my uncle being on his last uh, stretch of battling cancer, my mother having health issues with her kidney transplant and whatnot. So it just kind of has taken priority. Uh, family first uh, as much as I love doing this but um, my mind just wasn't in the right place and just my schedule busy uh, with everything else going on um, but hopefully I can get back into a more regimented um, schedule and, and keep moving forward and I do have a couple friends that uh, will co-host from time to time and uh, get some good conversations going and of course uh, social media Facebook Instagram uh, if you send me your ideas of topics that you would like covered, um, definitely send those along and uh, I'll do my best to cover them. Or if I get a co-host that can shed some light on it, we go from there. So a big thing for me moving into the next year, um, there's been so many changes for me in the past year and a half, two years, um, and then again this past year that have um, been very good for me and in some cases very difficult for me. Um, I left the shop that I was at and I just put a post up recently on uh, Facebook and I believe I put it on Instagram as well. Um, how when I see the the drone image of Zion National Park and Angels Landing and that hike arguably the most dangerous hike in America, it reminds me of the risk I took leaving the shop. Um, I had a steady paycheck. I had paid vacation. It was minimal, but it was there. Um, and then I took the physical risk of making that hike. Um, I've had people ask me, I mean, how are you doing? And they mean, how am I doing in general and how am I doing financially? Well, financially, I'll be honest, I'm probably a notch behind where I was at the shop. With that said, the other day, and I think I mentioned this in the last podcast, uh, my older son and I met with a friend at Buffalo Wild Wings for a 2 p.m. World Cup match. If I was at the shop, I wouldn't be able to do that. I wouldn't be able to see the match. I wouldn't be able to spend time with my with my son uh, or my friend and stuff like that. So that has value to me. Uh, the boss always liked the line, I hope the grass is greener on the other side. And when he said that to me, I said, I honestly don't know, but I do hope you find a landscaper that cares about your lawn as much as I do. And uh, he kind of smiled and nodded and he said, you do care. So he knows I kind of got him there. But then looking at that picture a little more, I loved the Red Rock out in southern Utah. And you look at Zion National Park, and I come from the Northeast and the Appalachian Trail, New England, and fall foliage and, and lush green. Um, so when you hear the grass is greener on the other side, you don't necessarily need to be greener to be beautiful. I fell in love with the landscape of southern Utah. Um, so that green 
and then as I put that down there, I didn't write it in my thing, but you know what? Money doesn't necessarily do it either. Uh, my my nephew is I mean, into auto mechanics and stuff. He's a year younger than my younger son, so he's 13. My younger son's 14. Uh, and my brother was talking with my father, and my father was like, oh, mechanic, blah, 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 this and that. You won't make as much. And it's like, well, if I make 50 grand a year and I'm happy doing it, that's more valuable than working in a job that I don't care for. And yes, I'm making 100 grand, but I'm miserable. And Or you're working in a job where you're working and 50, 60, 70 hours a week. You hear about these people that work, I mean, well over overtime. And then it, especially if it's a salary position, you're not getting anything out of it. And they do nothing with their life. I mean, I've compared my father and my uncle. My uncle has lived a life. He's been to Europe nine times. He's sailed South America. He's sailed in Europe, played music all over. Um, so just having that mindset of what's good for you. Uh, I saw a quote that it, it had to do with relationships, but it can go with, I mean, obviously your intimate or emotional relationship, being in a couple, a relationship with I mean, a job or a boss or a friendship that the relationship doesn't need to make sense to anyone else. And it could be your own relationship with yourself because it's a personal thing. It's not a community project. So when someone looks at me and says, oh, he's not making that much money. I mean, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well, I'm fine. I, I can go and take my kids out to lunch when they get out of school on a half day and, and spend time with them. I can hop on a plane and tomorrow and, and go on a trip because my schedule is flexible. I could and make that emergency trip to, to my uncle and not have my boss tell me, no, you don't have any personal days left. And so that has value. Um, but just the mindset of different things. I mean, I put something out recently about opportunities. Um, I'm one that likes to take opportunities as much as possible. I had the opportunity to go out to Utah and uh, and explore the landscape and, and see a friend and just it hit me how how emotional I got with the fact that just because I can I was no longer in that restrictive job with limited vacation time I mean truly one week that I could choose with my family um, it, it it means a lot to take those opportunities and, and do things and those can be simple things that opportunity of Hey, after work, let's go. Uh, let's go grab a drink and 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 chat a while. And oh no, I got to mow my lawn. You missed the opportunity, and you never know what might happen after that. Um, opportunities when someone's in town. I mean, if someone's visiting in town and and you don't get together, and you never know when that opportunity is going to be. And then at the same time, when you offer opportunities or you you put an opportunity in front of someone, and and they they decline it for for lack of a better term whether they just they're not interested they can't do it i mean don't get me wrong there's times when it just won't work out i do understand that um you're not obligated to give that opportunity again i mean it's like you missed out i mean it's kind of like a job opportunity um i've had situations where um i needed a, a model for a a paid job when uh, when I was doing photography and I'd offer it to someone and and they'd say no and then two days later they're like hey you still got that job no I gave it to someone else you said no I went to the next phone number on my list you missed it and same thing 
and you you get a job offer just to get an actual job and you say hey let me think about it and then you call them back you know what they got number two on the list that wanted it i mean the number two that wanted it versus the number one that thinks they wanted it hey they're going to have actually have better production with that number two um so being able to move forward on your own and there's a thing like of being wanted and being needed it's like i had this discussion with someone else i mean what what is more painful when someone no longer wants you or when someone no longer needs you well the need is it's almost like it's a definite i need you to do xyz i i need you to help lift this box because it's too heavy for me to lift so there's the need aspect, but when someone no longer wants you, no, I don't want you to visit, or no, I don't want to go out with you, that could hit a little harder. And when, when we truly get comfortable being okay with someone not wanting or needing us, it makes it that much easier to move on to that next chapter. And that is something that the fresh start of going into 23, that's what I'm going to work on. Um, we all have a small circle of friends. And again, the, the podcast topics, they all interlock with each other from here, uh, from time to time, this one with that one and whatnot. We've talked about your circle and the close friends that you have. I mean, we all have our big group of friends and then we have our smaller group of friends and then that handful that are really there for you. And I mean, kind of like, and I hate politics, but I'm just going to use the example, kind of like Congress, there's only a certain amount of seats. If you put someone in, you got to take someone out. And there's times when, when you talk about, I saw the, the, the commercial with the, the cell phone back in the day, are you in my top five? And so you're going to have that where that person or that, those roles are going to, going to evolve and, and rotate from time to time. And you might have someone that sits on that chair for a week. You might have someone that sits on that chair for your entire lifetime. Um, but the, the more you can accept that you're not always going to be needed, you're not always going to be wanted by people, and not get upset when you're not invited, not included, or or not wanted. Like I said, there's going to be opportunities when when you can be with someone and and they they don't take that offer or take that opportunity. It's okay. You you can move on and you can still do your thing. And don't get me wrong, it we are humans, we are emotional. I'm an emotional person. I mean, I've talked about how there's so much out there about women's emotions and, and whatnot and mental health that it doesn't get addressed enough for men to be able to show their emotions. And I have no problem saying I'm an emotional person. I mean, I, I've probably cried more in the past month or so, uh, especially with watching I mean, my uncle and getting the news on my mother and, and everything else. I mean, those are the two big ones. And then there's a whole bunch of little ones out there on top of it. And then I have friends. I feel for my friends and I have situations with I mean, friends that have gone through something in their life that does not directly affect me. It doesn't even indirectly affect me. It's just I care for my friends and hate to see my friends in pain. So there's there's that as well. Um, so when we, again, going on to that being wanted or needed, if we get used to that and, and get comfortable with that and just realize, you know what, this person might not need or want me anymore there's going to be someone else that that is in that top five that are in that in those chairs that they want you that they want to take the opportunity to spend time with you um, when it's there especially when there's the big opportunities that don't come up often 
um, when you know it's only a once a year chance or a once every couple of year chance and, and we and we pass on it. Uh, and like I said, it can come down to the next time around. You no longer need to, to make that offer. Um, sometimes, and I, I know I've gone through different things in my life where it's like, you ask and someone says no. You ask and they say no. You ask and they say no. And then the next time it comes around, you don't ask anymore because it's easier to hear nothing than to hear no. Um, and, and it is a tough one. And and that's that's really a big thing. And like I said, just going into the into the new year with a different mindset of what you can do, what you need to do to make you the most strong person you can be. And physically, mentally, and emotionally, and accepting that you're not always going to have that opportunity and take the ones you can. And if other people don't take them, then you can just move on. And there, there's times when we don't, we don't know what's coming next. I mean, I took the opportunity to go up and see my uncle. And I use an example of my grandmother. My grandmother lived in Florida for most of my life when she moved up to Connecticut and New York. Um, she bounced back and forth between different areas in Connecticut and, and upstate New York near my uncle. Uh, when she did live in, in Connecticut and I was only living a, a town or so away from her, I made it a point to visit her. Um, I look back now and it's like, you know what? I drove through her town for that year that I lived in in Danbury I I drove through through the town that she lived in I could have literally stopped every day for 15 minutes or made it a point that every Friday I was going to stop by now with that said I'm the grandkid that visited her the most but I look back and say you know what I really didn't take the opportunity to do as much as I can and and we all do that Um, and then we just have to accept that those opportunities might not be around and it's easier and and when someone or or different things change if you're not connecting with someone anymore um, sometimes it's easier for you to just put that space there and and just let it organically and morph into whatever the new format is or in some cases unfortunately fade away and and it's I know I've have some situation that it's getting easier and easier for me to realize that connection is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And, and it is really, um, it took me a long time to accept. I mean, that's the, the best word that I can use, um, especially recently. Um, there, there's been some things that have really helped me accept that the situation is different now and it is what it is. And let it go the way it's going to go and just have that mindset that things things are going to change. Going into the new year, let's really work on, on ourselves. It's not, it's not selfish. You have to work on yourself first. Um, you hear a lot of times, with usually in, in the case of, of moms, that I mean, my kids are the most important thing. My kids come first. No, you have to come first. So this way you are healthy enough to then care for your kids. And that's the thing. Moving forward, I have to do what's right for me. Um, I commented on um, with my uncle uh, in the tail end of of his life, he started to give away and uh, sell some of his belongings. And one of the things that I told him I wanted was his climbing gear. He used to rock climb. And um, I got his bag of gear that had 
and a few different uh, harnesses and carabiners and, and whatnot. And uh, I had to purchase some other stuff. Um, one one of his harnesses did fit me, but not as comfortable as I would like it. So I purchased one for my for myself, but two of the other ones fit my kids. So they're using that. We're using his his carabiners. My younger son has his shoes. Um, so it's exciting for him to see us uh, in, in his final days using his equipment and enjoying it. Um, but one of the things I mentioned is that so many of my act, my activities have such a great healthcare benefit to it. Um, I'm in the gym, obviously physically healthy. It's also working out is the most underused antidepressant out there. So you just, you get those chemical releases that help you mentally and emotionally. Obviously any type of rock climbing, again, physical, fun, and doing things with my kids, family activity, um, any of the outdoor stuff. I, I mentioned how I use backpacking as my way to refresh and recharge myself. Uh, obviously cycling and hiking and, and whatnot. I, I'm so happy that the things I've gotten into and then even the, on the non-physical side, the music side. Um, I did get a couple of my uncle's guitars. He gave me the love of music. I, I play all the time. And, and that gives me the mental and the emotional reset and just lets me and put my emotions into it and it's just a great thing so let's make moving into 23 and ourselves our priority our number one priority now you have kids you have a significant other your spouse whatever they can be your 1a they they just can't be your one if you if you don't feel right making them number two you can call them the 1a but you, you have to be one they can be 1a and let's get ourselves strong um, let's get that mindset of, of we're not always going to get invited and included and and people won't take the opportunities all the time. It's okay. Move on and uh, you're not necessarily obligated to, to give people multiple chances uh, with your time and, and your effort. So big thing is mindset and I coach it with with archery and with all the sports that I've done, mindset is the biggest thing. And when you can be comfortable with that, you're, you're going to do better. So happy new year, everyone. See you next year. Shift mindset podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While the suggestions, strategies, and practices we have given have been proven successful for our personal use as well as clients we have worked with, these recommendations should not supersede instructions given by any licensed professionals, including but not limited to your primary care physician and mental health professionals. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today for the PowerShift Mindset Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at The PowerShift Mindset and also visit thepowershiftmindset.com. Thanks again for listening to The PowerShift Mindset.